Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Republicans now skeptical of Joe Biden's, quote, big reset with the Chinese communist leader, Xi Jinping, who is in California literally with a red carpet welcome. This is a man that you cannot trust. This is a man that allowed the COVID virus to spread to the entire world and lied about that while he knew that it was contagious, that it came out of Wuhan, and that it was going to shut down the entire world the same way it was shutting down their country in China. And yet... In California, Gavin Newsom rolls out the red carpet for Xi because apparently he is his new mentor. Now, Republicans are raising the alarms right now about President Joe Biden's meeting with the Chinese leader to restore communications and, quote, cooperation, the White House said, amid heightened tensions between the two nations. Now, if you look at the way we rolled out the red carpet for him, you would not believe that any of that was actually true. The fears are predicated on Biden's age and family business ties, concessions Biden could give to Xi, and if China will renege on potential concessions while the U.S. maintains its, quote, compromises. Those are the fears coming out right now. How compromised are the Bidens? How compromised the Biden crime family? How much how much blackmail does the does Xi Jinping and the Chinese communists have over the Biden family? We know that they were working directly with people with direct ties 
to Chinese communist intelligence spy apparatus. That is a fact. And we know that countless millions came directly in to the Biden crime family. We also know that there were threats made from Hunter Biden to communists in China for payment. And what happened? The money ended up getting transferred. We know that. And then the big guy apparently got his cut. Now, Biden and Xi will meet at a, quote, undisclosed location outside of San Francisco to speak about finalizing agreements to curtail what they describe as fentanyl trafficking and restore communications between militaries, along with boosting Boeing aircraft purchases since the latest sale in 2017. Biden said on Tuesday that his goal is to try to strengthen his relationship with Xi Now, you also have to remember that this president is weak and he's weak mentally. He's incapacitated and Xi knows that. How bad is it? I'll give you an example. Uh, Joe Biden says that he's met alone with Xi 68 times as vice president. That's, by the way, the way, by the way, not true at all. It's actually impossible. It's a ridiculous number. Yet the president has said that several times. He also said yesterday, quote, we're not trying to decouple from China. What we're trying to do is change the relationship for the better. Now, the president tried to make a joke before his mic was cut off when he was meeting with a dictator. Uh, And here is what the president had to say as he was trying to, quote, joke around at the table with Janet Yellen to his right and Anthony Blinken to his left. He acted like it was a boxing match kind of moment. Then he starts laughing. Anthony Blinken looks at him like, what the hell are you doing? And then his microphone, as you can hear there, was turned off. (coughs) The president's sitting there kind of laughing and joking as the Xi regime comes into the room. We also know that Biden said this to Xi at the table. We also have a responsibility to our people and the work in the world uh, to work together when we see it in our interest to do so. There you go. That's, I guess, the message, right? Like to our people and to work together when I guess it sort of kind of works to our advantage. Now, while all this is going on, you also have a president that's got some problems right now. One of Biden's judge nominees is going down in flames this afternoon on Capitol Hill as he is bowing down to a dictator in California. Biden's district judge nominee, literally today, by the name of Judge Hill, could not explain the difference between a stay order and an injunction when asked about it by Senator Kennedy. Take a listen to this. The difference between a stay order and an injunction. A stay order. A stay order would prohibit, um, sorry, an, an injunction would re- restrain the parties from taking action. A stay order, I'm not sure that I actually can, can give you the... Okay. That. Wow. That's who you're bringing to the bench? A judge that doesn't know the difference? A judge nominee that doesn't know the difference between a stay order? A stay order and an injunction. That's who we're now nominating to be on these courts. This also comes as there's even more bad news. As the FBI director says, they're investigating now multiple individuals affiliated with Hamas inside the United States of America. Just kind of mentioned that out there as the president's bowing down to a dictator in California. Here's what he had to say as he was talking today. 
On top of the so-called lone actor threat, we cannot and do not discount the possibility that Hamas or another foreign terrorist organization may exploit the current conflict to conduct attacks here on our own soil. We have kept our sights on Hamas and have multiple investigations into individuals affiliated with that foreign terrorist organization. And while historically our Hamas cases have identified individuals here who are facilitating and financing terrorism overseas, we continue to scrutinize our intelligence to assess how that threat may be evolving. But it's not just Hamas. As I highlighted for this committee in my testimony last year, Iran, the world's largest state sponsor of terrorism, has directly or by hiring criminals mounted assassination attempts against dissidents and high-ranking current and former U.S. officials, including right here on American soil. Or take Hezbollah, Iran's primary strategic partner, which has a history of raising money and seeking to obtain weapons here in the United States. FBI arrests in recent years also indicate that Hezbollah has tried to seed operatives, establish infrastructure, and engage in spying here domestically, raising our concern that they may be contingency planning for future operations in the United States. And while we are not currently tracking a specific plot, given that disturbing history, we are keeping a close eye on what impact recent events may have on those terrorist groups' intentions here in the United States and how those intentions might evolve. Now, I want to be clear, while this is certainly a time for heightened vigilance, it is by no means a time for panic. Americans should continue to be alert and careful, but they shouldn't stop going about their daily lives. All across the country, the FBI's men and women are working with urgency and purpose to confront the elevated threat. That means working closely with our federal, state, and local partners on our FBI-led Joint Terrorism Task Forces, taking an even closer look at existing investigations and canvassing sources to increase awareness across the board, and doing all we can, working with our partners to protect houses of worship here in the U.S. Bottom line, we're going to continue to do everything in our power to protect the American people and support our partners in Israel. All right. So he says we're going to support our partners in Israel literally less than 12 hours after the Democratic Party and his administration. He works for the Biden administration said no to giving emergency funding to Israel. So that's that's point number one that I think really, 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 really has to stand out here. All right. That's that's again, that's point number one. Point number two. He says there's an elevated threat, but he wants you to trust that everything's going to be fine. And the reason why you should trust everything's going to be fine, because the FBI is on it. Now, not to not to, you know, be too mean here, but when was the last time the FBI had a big success that we know about instead of covering up crimes for the Biden crime family or going around the country harassing people and arresting people that were in and around the Capitol that actually didn't do anything wrong on January the 6th? And now you want me to believe that everything's going to be fine with a wide open southern border because the FBI's on it? 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER 2 thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When, yes. those, when those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> You're here. You're here already. No. no we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The that's we didn't the problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Also, you may have heard now that there was a GOP senator that almost got into a fist fight. A guy by the name of Senator Mullen, a Republican from Oklahoma. He joined CNN's Dana Bash to discuss challenging the head of the union, the Teamsters, to a fist fight during the U.S. Senate hearing the day before. The fight was prevented when Senator Bernie Sanders, who was leading the hearing, intervened and chastised both the Teamster, the union president, 
and the senator for their, quote, childish behavior. I want you to hear what Senator Mullen had to say during this interview. We're already bubbling yeah. over. Uh, most recently, before coming, the, uh, the head of the Teamsters said in a tweet, you know where to find me. This is to you. Any place, any time. Cowboy. Right. Having said all that, in hindsight, any regrets? No, I, I really don't. There, what happens all the time is you've got these keyboard warriors that's going to go out there and run their mouth all the time, and then they don't ever have to face their consequences. Uh, I, and people tell me all the time, you know, this incumbent of, of a United States senator, and I remind people, I'm a guy from Oklahoma first, and there's consequences for doing some of this. I get there's people on, on social media that will do this constantly. I'll never see them. This guy, I did. And this wasn't his first time. He did this to me five separate times. I ignored it every time. And then the last time when he called, when he said, you know where to find me anytime, anywhere, cowboy, I thought, you know, maybe this could be a good thing. Maybe we could do this for charity. If he really wants to be this tough guy and be this, you know, this this union boss of the Teamsters uh, who said that, mind you, in 2022, he said he wants to bring back the mob mentality back to the Teamsters. This is the same guy in 2013 that was suspended by his Teamsters for harassing and intimidating them. I thought, you know, maybe this guy could be taught a lesson and we could just do it for charity. What do you mean by that, for charity? Because this looked like you almost came to blows in the middle of Well, but I had already challenged him before this. Prior to this, I had I had said, uh, when he first put out that first tweet, or the, actually that was the fifth tweet, um, I put out, okay, challenge accepted, mm-hmm. September 30th, Tulsa, Oklahoma, for charity, MMA I fight. See. And, uh, and, of course, he didn't say anything until right before this hearing, he started running his mouth again. You mentioned MMA fight. You uh, are an MMA champion. I noticed that when you were getting up and it escalated, you're playing with it right now. You, you reached for your wedding ring. What was that about? <laughs> well, I, I wasn't mad, first of all. So when you get mad, you get angry, you lose your mind. First thing I thought of when I stood up, I thought, I'm going to break my hand on this guy's face. I'm going to take my wedding ring off. Uh, because when, when you're fighting and you learn how to punch correctly, you really shouldn't break your hand. But when you aren't doing it with wraps. So you actually you thought will. you were going to come to blows in that moment. I had full intentions of doing that. Absolutely. Let me play for you something that your Republican colleague... I love that this guy, and, and I'm not endorsing this type of behavior, but I do love this guy, the, the fact this guy's like, look, I'm, I'm an Oklahoma first, man. Like, I, I'm not some senator that thinks I'm better than everybody else. I'm a former MMA fighter. This guy says anytime, any place. And I'm like, all right, let's go. You want to go? Let's go. I respect the fact that he's actually this authentic about it. Like, he's like, yeah, I expected to go. Do I think you should do it in the chamber? No, I don't. Uh, would I totally buy a ticket to this fight to watch a union boss get his AWS kick for charity? Hell yes. I would totally buy a ticket for this. Um, I don't have an issue with the charity side of this, uh, doing it from the floor of the Senate this way, I actually don't have a problem with him saying, calling him out. What I do have a problem with is saying, hey, let's fight right here, right now. I think we have to be better than that. Now, the original audio, if you missed it, uh, I, and he re- he's going to read the text of this Teamster, and I'm going to play it for you so you can hear it. Listen. Former MMA fighter and current Oklahoma senator, Mark Wayne Mullen took issue with a tweet by Teamsters Union leader Sean O'Brien during a help committee hearing. Quit the tough guy act. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Hashtag little man syndrome. And here's how that ended up going down. This is a time, this is a place. 
you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. Is that your solution every poll? No, no, sit down. Sit down. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Okay. Sit down, please. Okay. By the way, there's something hilarious about Bernie Sanders, the old guy from uh, the Up movie, going, sit down, sit down. You're a a United States senator. When Bernie Sanders is the guy in the room that is like the calm guy, you just know that that this isn't a hilarious moment. Um, I, I, I think it's hysterical. The media, of course, is acting like this is like a massive deal here. Um, I'll give you an example. Morning Joe panel had a whole panel on it this morning. They're like GOP senator challenging hearing witness to a fight. No, he's a union boss that, by the way, challenged the senator to a fight first. He read the tweet first. So you guys are scumbag liars at MSNBC yet again, acting like this GOP senator just didn't like what he was saying and then wanted to fight him. That's not how this went down. This guy five different times has been talking trash and he read him. He read the trash and then he said, all right, you want to go. He said it's embarrassing and pathetic. Colbert last night played the exchange of Senator Mullen and the union boss challenging each other. Uh, and, and, and even they laughed about how, how hilarious this is. Today uh, was an embarrassing day down in Congress. Thanks to Oklahoma Senator and guy you don't remember at your high school reunion asking, is your little sister still hot? <laughs> Mark Wayne Mullen. This afternoon, was this a Senate hearing? In a Senate hearing, Mullen faced off against a witness, Teamsters president and half-eagle, half-egg, Sean (laughs) O'Brien. The two men have tussled on social media before, but in a hearing ostensibly about our economy, they nearly came to blows. I want to warn anyone with young children, what we're about to show you is extremely stupid. (laughs) Jim? You tweeted at me... One, two, three, four, five times. And let me read what the last one said. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. (laughs) Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. There's your Stephen Colbert take on the whole thing here. Colbert, are they about to... uh, He said two consenting adults, right? Two consenting adults that started a fight, as he described it. Listen to the end. He 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 said two consenting adults. That's not how a fight starts. Right? If there's going to be a fight, I'd like to warn that senator, you look pretty big, but historically, people who take on the Teamsters end up with season tickets to Giant Stadium underneath the end zone. Now, luckily... There it is, underneath the end zone. Again, I go back to the basics of this. Like, is it beneath a member of Congress to want to pick a fight on the floor? 
uh, or, or in a committee room like this? Yes. Do I have a problem with the guy calling him out? No. Uh, I wouldn't have, by the way, done my first interview over at CNN on this. I can tell you that right now. No way. Would not, under any circumstances, told him to go over there to do his first interview because CNN, of course, is going to try to make you into the worst person in the world. That's what they always do. They always try to turn you into the worst person in the world. But it does tell you, and, and, and I get this, there's a lot of people that have written a lot of things about me, and I've, there's a few of them I cannot wait to see in life, because I'm going to remind them of what they said on social media, and then how they didn't say any of it when they're standing right in front of me. And I kind of appreciate that. Just don't challenge the fight him in Congress. Like, you should have gotten him to agree to a charity event. Hey, I've got a date, a time, you show up, let's sell tickets and settle this, and, and, and charity wins. You in? Let's go. That would have been a better way to handle it, but I also think some people are taking this a little bit over the top. They're going a little bit too extreme. I'm just going to be clear about that. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. 
when those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. no we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this. That's, that's, that's we didn't the realize it until we uh, oh. started getting into seasons three and four. And now we're like, oh, my God. You were both so good on the show. And we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs. Yeah. And didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. or as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The ADL is now going on offense this morning on MSNBC. Uh, Greenblatt went on TV to say this, and again, it's the Anti-Defamation League CEO saying this about what's happening in our college campuses. Jonathan, you led me to a question I was going to ask you, which we have now seen at least the beginning of some pushback, finally, from people who run these schools. You mentioned Columbia, other places. Just through the end of the semester, in the case of Columbia, saying you can't hold demonstrations on our campus. But I think, as you say, it's important to be clear, this isn't about free speech. Some of these groups are espousing hatred and explicit anti-Semitism. Do you see the leadership at some of these schools that you've been pushing so hard? Are they now finding the backbone you just described? Well, well, they're only going to find the backbone if we hold them accountable. Donors need to hold them accountable. Students need to hold them accountable. And the federal government does, too. You know, last week we launched a legal call-in line, Willie, for students who've experienced this kind of discrimination. It's a violation of the Civil Rights Act, Title VI. Willie, we have over 150 cases we're now exploring. And let me tell you, the university presidents, they might not listen to some students, but when they run the risk of losing hundreds of millions of dollars in federal grants, they're going to respond. 150 cases in a week, we're going to continue to hold their feet to the fire. And by the way, not just us, we shouldn't just wait for us to push for these cases. The Department of Education can be proactive about this and launch investigations and you know other authorities like the IRS and even the FBI should look at the parent organizations to see are they providing material support for terror that isn't okay under any circumstances I absolutely love what he's saying there. I got to give them credit for doing this. This is exactly what they should be doing. And and by the way, this also comes at a time when students are fearful now uh, in in a way that they haven't been before. Um, Students now, especially Jewish students, okay, especially Jewish students who have come out and they are very, very frustrated uh, because these universities do not seem to be protecting them. And they, you know, this is the same universities that called for safe spaces and, 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 and kumbayaism all over campus that everybody should be accepted. Everybody should be loved. Everybody should be, you know, all of these type things. Um, they have a chance to stand up for these students and they're not doing it. Anti-Israel protesters shout, shout Heil Hitler and perform a Nazi salute in a march for Israel in Washington, D.C., for example. You also have, um, as this is going on, students who are coming out and, and they're telling the truth about what they're experiencing on college campuses. Um, these kids are experiencing moments that are absolutely terrible. And, and we know it, by the way. Like we, 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 we know it. We see it. And that's also incredibly frustrating. Let me give you an example of a Jewish MIT student at, that went on TV yesterday. 
went, went on TV to talk to Jake Tapper and to talk about how bad it's gotten at MIT because MIT was going to kick out some students for their anti-Semitism uh, on campus. And then they said, oh, there'll be some visa problems, so we won't do it. Listen. Um, as a Jewish student at MIT, do you feel safe on campus? You know, honestly, Jake, in the past few weeks, I have not felt safe on campus. Why not? So, you know, ever since October 7th, we've seen at universities around the country that, you know, the conflict that's overseas has come to our home turf. And uh, we've had a lot of rallies and events by an organization called the Coalition Against Apartheid, which is the anti-Israel group on MIT's campus. And um, they, along with some local anti-Israel groups, have come to campus because MIT is an open campus, which means that anybody can walk around and, you know, be on campus. So they together have done protests on campus on the steps of Lobby 7, which is the main entrance to MIT, and in front of the student center. And, I mean, people protest, but, but what do they do? What do they say that makes you feel unsafe? So I guess part of it is the fact of what they're saying. So when you're saying things like globalize the Antifada, use your two fists to sacrifice everything for Palestine, and one solution, Antifada, you know, we know what, what happened during the Second Intifada. It was suicide bombings and attacks against Israeli civilians in Israel. But the other part of it is that these people aren't just protesting outside and exercising the right to free speech, which I fully support as an American. It's that they're going, you know, they went to the personal offices of a program that runs Israel internships on MIT's campus. And they went to the offices of the people who work for this program and they tried to enter. They were going from door to door trying to unlock the doors. And the people who worked in this office had no idea to what these students were trying to do by trying to get into their office. They were yelling, they were accusing them of apartheid, of ethnic cleansing, of genocide. And it was a really frightening experience. It was a really frightening experience. A really, quote, frightening experience. MSNBC going also all in for the Hamas terrorists with their coverage this morning, uh, saying this about Hamas. Take a listen. They're bad. They're very, very, yeah. very disturbing. Yeah, very bad, very yeah. d- disturbing. And, and and Michael, just getting back to the to the the two state solution. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was this belief during the Abraham Accords, mm-hmm. and I thought it was cynical at the time that Israel could make peace with the UAE. Israel right. could make peace with uh, with the Saudis. Saudis yep, Israel right. could yep. make peace with Bahrain. Sure. Israel could make peace with everybody and just pretend the Palestinians right. weren't there. there. We said it at the time. Right. It's like, you're, you, you think you can work around, I said this to people in the Trump administration, you think it can work around the Palestinians? Mm-hmm. They're not going anywhere. And it underlined two things. One, uh, that the Israelis were cynical and were doing everything they could to ignore the right. Palestinians' plight. And the second thing is, it's not really reported as much, just how much, um, just how much the Palestinians' neighbors just detest them, have no use for them, haven't had any use for them for a very long time, don't want them in their country, and are willing to actually team up, the, the Sunni Arab nations team up with Israel Right. Uh, And at the expense of the Palestinians. And now this is blown up for the entire region. And now they're paying in Jordan. They're paying in Egypt. They're paying in Saudi Arabia, again, for not tackling this issue head on. And 
All I'm saying is when we get through this first phase, however long that next month or right. so, and, and Netanyahu's moved aside, the United States just has to say, yes, we support your right to defend yourself, to destroy Hamas. Uh, but we also are going to demand the other end of that is it's not going to be easy to do now. But at some point, you've got to move to a two state solution and take care of the chaos that's going on in the West Bank. I, I think you're right about that. I think in, in the end, when you, so we're, we're talking in a post Netanyahu Israel, uh, you're going to have emerge. Uh, presumably, as was reported, you know, the opposition is already beginning to position. The Israeli people want that change. You're going to have a momentum or an energy behind that. So the work in the lift by the U.S. won't be necessarily as difficult as it went. as it as it otherwise would be, which is right. a good thing for U.S. policy. But more to the point of what you're making, the the powers in the region will have a greater incentive in, right. in, in, on the heels of all of this now to get behind that two-state solution in a way that they, before October 7th, they were disinclined to do for their own particular I, reasons. That is the one thing that's going to come out of this, people hope, that there's basically there's, this is the only viable solution right. out of this mess, is a two-state solution. And, you know, we were, this has been discussed further over the past month that this is the this is the one thing that will come out of this disaster is that this is the only way forward and increasingly people will see that in the middle east and, you know and interestingly the times had a really interesting um interview with hamas uh leaders a, f a week or so ago just and they basically were feeling so so by, by the way listen to this I listen to this propaganda that's about to come out, out of her mouth. She says it, it was really interesting. There was this there was this conversation with Hamas leaders. Listen carefully. We'll see that in the Middle East. And, you know, and interestingly, the Times had a really interesting um, interview with Hamas uh, leaders a, f a week or so ago. Just and they basically were feeling so so isolated in the region, and they 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 launched this attack as kind of a last resort because they felt completely abandoned by all everybody else mm -hmm. and realized that this was you know, the last thing they could do. And you know, American politics is moving. Did, did you hear that? No one stopped her. No one like called her out for that. No one called her out for what just, she, I, I'm going to read you that part of the, the transcript. Interestingly, the New York Times had a really interesting interview with Hamas leaders a week or so ago. They basically were feeling Hamas, so isolated in the region that they launched this attack as kind of a last resort because they felt completely abandoned by everyone else and realized that this was the last thing they could do. And the panel just said, uh-huh. They had no choice. That's what that's what was just said there. Like, I'm not, this is what was said. This is what was said. Please share this podcast with your family and friends. Please make sure you write us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast so that it will help us reach more people. And we will see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. 
to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4 slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.